This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3328 for Wednesday, the 5th of May 2021. Today's show is entitled, Pandas Part 2 and is part of the series A Little Bit of Python. It is hosted by Enigma and is about 12 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is, Enigma continues his discussion about his favorite Python module Pandas. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. I am your host, Enigma, and this is another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today, I'm going to be talking about my pandas part two, um, and this is going to be part of a series that I'm, I'm kind of renaming on the fly here. It used to be for the love of Python. I'm going to say it's for the love of data. Um, I'm plan on doing more data sciency, data analytic type uh, things in this particular series and I want it to be all-encompassing and not tied to a particular language because we might do some sequel we might do some other things as part of the series so I did a intro to pandas back in January of this year 2021 um, and this is a follow-up for those that didn't listen to the first episode it's 3253 I believe I'll leave a, a link to it in the show notes um, but pandas is a Python module that basically allows you to create two-dimensional uh, data structures in memory and it allows you to do some manipulation and um, any type of data cleaning data wrangling that you want to do and you can write to an output file, you can write to a database, you can do a lot of cool things with pandas, um, and I use it every day. So I wanted to talk more about a couple of topics. Um, we're going to find, uh, we're going to talk about another way to apply a conditional field. We're going to create a data frame from a dictionary. We're going to append a data frame with another data frame, so just basically concatenating two data frames together with the same column names. So we can get into more advanced topics at another. I'm just giving you kind of a high level basic. We're going to talk about joining data frames with merges and joins. They're different and I use one more than another and we'll talk about that why. And then we're gonna write a, an output file using CSV and this is a one liner. Um, we'll briefly cover that at the end of the show. So I wanted to talk about first the uh, ways to apply a condition to a field based on other values in the data frame. And I talked in my last show about using um, NumPy select for this, and you can go back and uh, review that and review the code. I'll also have a working example in this show notes so you can compare the differences. This is defining a function and then applying that function to the data frame. Um, so. If we were going to hypothetically create a uh, data frame that had 
a integer value that you know was one through like let's say 20 and we wanted to uh, create a basically a good bad flag or a, or a true false flag in the data set based on the the values that were in that column we could do that using a function and basically what you would do is you would define your function name and then pass in the data frame and then you would basically do an if statement to say let's say if the the df score was greater than 10 uh, return good um, else if it was you know less than 10 or you could just even do an else return bad and then you could basically do outside of the function you could say uh, df uh, let's say status um, and you would put that in brackets and in parentheses equal and then df.apply in parentheses your function comma axis one and then you would end your parentheses and this would basically create a status field that would be good bad based on the data in the other column I like this approach a little bit more than the NumPy select um, only because it looks cleaner. If someone has a plus minus on if they're using both and they found a, a pro con um, approach to this, I'd love to hear from you. Sh uh, shoot me an email, leave me a comment, um, or um, get, get with me on Twitter. Um, I'll have all that in the show notes. So the next thing I wanted to talk about would be basically uh, creating a data frame from a dictionary. And this is pretty easy as long as you keep the, the dictionary labels and the data frame labels the same. Uh, it's basically a one-line statement. So you're going to create your, your data frame. So let's say DF2 in this case equal to pd.dataframe. Remember to capitalize the D and the F. Been tripped up on that many times. And then you're going to put that in... Um, parentheses your dictionary name so my dictionary uh, and then and your parentheses obviously and this is going to create a data frame based on the dictionary pretty easy the next thing is uh, talking about merges and joins so there are two approaches to joining two data frames together and this would be basically like a SQL join for those who are more familiar with SQL so if you use um, dot join so basically df equal df dot join and then the other in, in parentheses your other data frame you're going to be joining those two objects based on their indexes and this is assuming they have similar indexes so the the dot join is I believe the first um, function that they they introduced and then the merge was basically a replacement for that I don't know that for true, but I, I use merge way more than I use join. And if someone has has a good use case for that, reach out to me. I'd love to know um, because I use merge way more than I'll ever use join. So merge gives you the ability to control how you merge the two data frames together. So you can do an inner join, a left join, a right join. So and, and what that means is basically if you're doing a left join, 
whatever data frame you define first. So whatever's in front of the, so it would be df.merge, and then let's say we were doing df2 as the merge item. The df would be the left portion of the join. So you're you're essentially keeping everything in, in um, the first data frame irrespective of the second data frame. So if you're creating like a df3, for example, you would get everything in the first data frame um, and then join to any matching elements in the second data frame. So if you do an inner, you just basically get a cross-section of both. So they have to exist in both based on the columns you define. If you do a write, obviously it would be whatever the second element is on the, on the right join. Um, so this has the power of giving uh, cross-sections of data frames. Um, so I use it a lot when I'm, when I'm trying to compare two data sets or I'm trying to append a data set based on um, another data set. So I use it a lot in a real-life example. So I work for a uh, heavy equipment manufacturer and we were appending serial numbers based on a equipment number, an internal equipment number, or prices based on an equipment number, something like that where your data sets might not be completely aligned. So I do the left join to see the differences, or I'll do an inner to see the, the, the differences. So you can also have different column names. So by default, if you're just doing it um, and you get past no elements, um, it assumes that the column names are the same. If you do uh, a scenario, and I'll leave a, a note in the show notes uh, for this, if you do a left underscore on equals, you can define the column name and you put that in brackets just like you define any other um, column in pandas. You can define what um, column you're joining on and then same way with right underscore on. There's two elements that you can you can define there. So that's a little bit com- more complicated and I'll, I'll leave a uh, detailed explanation in the show notes for that. So append is basically another one-liner pretty much as long as your um, data frames line up from a a field-by-field perspective. So in other words, if you're reading in two files that have the exact same columns, it's pretty easy and pretty straightforward. So in this instance, it would be a df equal df.append. And then you pass the second uh, data frame, so DF2. Pretty straightforward. Um, The last thing I'm going to talk about is basically writing to an output file. And there's there's multiple ways you can write to output in pandas, but I'm just going to cover a simple one. Um, This one is the dot to CSV, so to underscore CSV. And this requires no parameters. This is pretty much how I do when I'm when I'm just exploring data and I want to look at it in Excel or I want to look at the output file. I pretty much just do an underscore dot two uh, underscore CSV and just to get me an output. Um, pretty simple. And I'm um, bad at just naming my output output dot CSV. And then if I have it open, it'll error. You know if you know, whatever. So, long and short, this was a pretty short um, 
episode, wanted to do another uh, follow-up with pandas. So there'll be a third, at least one more in this panda series, or panda sub-series of my For the Love of Data. Um, we'll be talking about group eyes. And group eyes gives you powerful Excel-like pivot uh, capabilities within pandas. Um, so stay tuned for that. And as always, um, I'll leave a detailed explanation in the show notes for the purposes of you following along to me rambling about pandas. As, and all my contact info, information will be in the show notes as well. Um, otherwise, have a great day, guys, and take care of yourselves. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.